You're listening to Antididact, the podcast about how-to, where we ask, how come? My name is Ian, and I am but one of your talksters tonight. Who else is talking with me? Hey, what's up? It's me. It's Alex. It's your boy, Poncho Huddy. Back again. Who do I got next to me? Ah, the Professor Purveyor of all things on the multi-conveyor. Uh, yeah, it's me, Hanko. Uh, I like to introduce myself. Hello. And who's this 14 nautical miles to my east? After two weeks, the Fred is back. Oh, oh, it feels so good. Um, Where did you go? I went to uh, my house and I stayed there for two whole weeks. And nobody could get me out. Did you do anything to occupy your time while you were stuck inside? To be fair, I did go out one time to a hockey game. Uh, it was a couple of pretty important people playing in those games. Um, but the f- the main attraction of the hockey game was not the game itself. It was the fan cams. Mm-hmm. And, I, and this leads into my feud that I have. Was this a Bruins game? This was not. It was a um, it was a college hockey game. <laughs> like Lowell. It, it was at the Garden, though. It was the Lowell game. It was Lowell at the Garden. Yeah. They called out sickest fan, and Fred was right there on the screen. And I was in Boston that night as well, and I could have run into you, but I was going to the. Wait, no, I was not. Never mind. I'm thinking of something else. I'm I did run into people I something. knew from Lowell, which was nice. no. Alex was uh, going to New Boston. That's where he got confused. I was thinking of a different <laughs> night. Yeah, it was you New Boston of, ruins. You were thinking of Boston from Apollo Four. Yeah, there we go. The New Boston ruins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the fan cam um, was horrendous because you know, oh, is, it, oh, is this like a couple kissing? Ha <laughs> ha. That's funny. Oh, here's like an old guy and he's dancing. Ha ha ha. And then here's. Here's a, a, a like a 14 year old middle school boy, uh, like doing like a like a gluck gluck hand motion, like like he's deep throating something, and then they went back to that same kid about five times during the game. He should have thrown up. <laughs> Just on the fan cam, you throwing up as a reaction to to the kid deep throating. Yeah, if 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 he was next to me, I would have. But I just like. Like, after the first time, okay, sure, it's funny once. Second time, like, maybe, like, like get the producer on the phone and, like, contact the camera person and not put that person on. Third, fourth, fifth times, like, they want to show that person doing that. Like, there's a problem. It makes there's you wish for problem. the old whip and nay-nay. <laughs> the cameraman was probably like the dude's brother or someone. For folks at home, um, this child was imitating the the motion of sharpening a pencil with your mouth. Sharpening a penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, thankfully there's no like Fortnite dance for for that. So like we we can be sure he didn't get it from Fortnite or anything. What if he was like actually playing Fortnite? Like he brought a TV with him on the fan cam. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the Fortnite extended universe, all the characters fuck Chun Li. Spider-Man, Hulk Hogan, you know, whoever else has been in there. Oh, the Hulk Hogan and the Hulk? Oh, yeah, that was kind of fucked up. I thought they were related. Yeah, I, I stole my name from Fred Flintstone. Hulk stole what? his name from Hulk Hogan. You know, oh, yeah. Hashtag goals. Isn't the main goal of being online just to say something else that someone else has already said, but say it in a way that gets you more followers? 
to fourth choke it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. You want to be able to take pre-existing content and then just sort of like, you know, barely change it and then like, you know, get away with all the followers and follows and likes. On my tombstone, I'm going to have three good jokes and on the back there's going to be one shitty one. I'm going to put a QR code to a dead website to commemorate my death. Mine's going to be the ingredient list for McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> no, so you mean the, the Szechuan sauce? Maybe. That's just soy sauce, though. I mean, I mean the sweetness and the sour, not just the salty. Hmm. Hank, you're on crack. You're totally going to have the Taco Bell hot sauce recipe on the back of your tombstone. Oh, close, close. <laughs> but it's going to be the Taco Bell nacho cheese. I wasn't eating Taco Bell hot sauce as a baby, as a fetus. But Here I was lies. eating nacho cheese. Here lies Hank. He loved nacho cheese from Taco Bell. It's going to say Hank on the front and then just have a bunch of nutrition facts on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to be buried with like a bell so that way you can ring it when you wake up dead? No, but wind chimes because you can ring the wind chimes like as a spirit. And they'll be like, oh, it's just the wind and ha not Hank's spirit. And then you'll be like, no, it's really me. It's really me. <laughs> I'm trying to communicate. I need you to dump more nacho cheese into the dirt of my grave. That was a crazy thing that happened. Like, you know, like how people would be scared of being buried alive, so they had the bells and shit. I know what? that. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, that's not just like a joke. Especially in like the 18th and 19th century, like people were really worried about getting buried alive. So like they would set up these elaborate rigs so that there'd be a little bell you could ring that would like, like you would have a lever as the person in the coffin. So if you woke up, a bell would ring. And there'd be like a night watchman, and so like the 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 grave warden there could dig you up real quick if uh, the bell rang. You know what I mean, dude? How weird would that be if like some like fucking valedictorian kid like who's been buried for like four hundred years like started ringing his bell and it's like, oh shit, who's in there? Yeah, that's the easiest job because I don't think a lot of bells <laughs> ring down there. I mean, if you were the night watchman, wouldn't you think for a second? Uh, the bell's ringing, but I'm kind of tired. I kind of want to just read the newspaper. Uh, the bell's ringing, but it's a windy night. Well, you maybe just it's let it ring over. for a bit. Just let it ring a couple times. Let it ring through. And if it keeps ringing, maybe go answer it. But, you know, if you don't, I think whatever. the thought is that if you're being buried alive, you're probably yanking the fuck out of that. Yeah. Really? If I was buried alive, I would I would choose to abstain. I'd be <laughs> like, maybe maybe I don't want to You would bring choose to die. I'd rather be buried dead, TBH. What if they all started ringing at once and like everybody started climbing out of the dirt? I think they'd be cool with that. I think that sounds cool. <laughs> you think they would be appreciate that? I don't know. Could you dig yourself out of what, what was like like two hundred pounds of dirt on top of you? More like hundreds of pounds of dirt. Like break out of your coffin and then dig through hundreds of pounds of dirt. No, you would have to punch through your coffin. No, yeah, it's that would be completely impossible. <laughs> nah, I think people have done it before. I feel like there's definitely, like, if you put Mike Tyson in a coffin, he could probably punch his way out. But, like, also, I wouldn't you... Okay, if if you're in a coffin and you get buried down there, I feel like within five hours, like, at the most, all the oxygen's gone. Like, you gotta die. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You're, you're, even if you don't wake up and <laughs> you're just, like, nah, sleeping... Nah. There's like You're a bunch dead. of little holes, like dirt. It's like very porous. You can probably breathe through the dirt. <laughs> no, fine. No, it's no, like no, no. air. 
It's like breathing no. dirt breath. It, no, it alive, filters the air no. too because it goes to like a sedimentary system. Oh wait, hold no, on, no, no. hold on. The the tube that they put in for the the line for the bell, that that must bring some air down into the coffin and water. Yeah, yeah, they could just pour some water down there. Yeah, they might. Oh as no, well what if somebody some peed on the there. bell? You're just making it into like a bunker. <laughs> what if you ring the bell, but you don't want to come out? You just want some like attention paid to you, like you want some food. <laughs> you want a conversation. Yeah, you want a little bit of tea, a little bit of hot tea poured down there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, don't dig me out, just like you know. It's like, can you blow on the tea shit. first before you pour it down? He's comfortable. The windows are up. The AC is on. He's listening to his favorite song. People think there's a ghost there, and it's like, no, that guy's just lasted a really long time. Like he's gonna die soon, but he just doesn't <laughs> want to get out of there. Be like, oh, that guy, he's chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah I he's hang out with him all the time. He's, chill. he's just like a, a normal guy. He's just gonna, gonna die. Just Take like put, put like one piece of a Rubik's cube at a time down the bell tube, and uh, you know eventually I'll have a full Rubik's cube and I'll be fine. I can just yeah, and he can myself. assemble them in the dark. That's like <laughs> oh the my old... god! Put no, a jigsaw puzzle. I in there. forgot about the no light. Do you know about those guys? <laughs> like those monks that would stand on top of pillars for like a really long time. Yeah. Like I feel like that's like the ultimate form of it. Like you're burying yourself alive and you're just like living there, <laughs> like a tiny. Gun. Oh, the sky burial. No, I mean like an actual burial, but yeah, like. See, if I was to be buried, I don't want to be eaten by birds. <laughs> okay. Eaten by geese? Oh, maybe. Or maybe like, I, I feel like it'd probably be more of like a sharp beaked and like maybe an eagle or something. How do you guys feel about fossilization? I think it's dope. Very overrated. It's very hard to be fossilized. Only a very small, lucky, select few can be fossilized. So yeah, like... What- that's yeah. why we have to recognize how cool and unique they are if well, you're is, fossilized. Is mummification the same as fossilization? No. Nah. If you want to be fossilized, you got to go find like an old dusty ass swamp and like crawl to the bottom of it and pour a bunch of gasoline all over yourself <laughs> and then be compressed really hard. Just like have someone sit on you. I need to yeah, go find a drying out lake bed and then lay at the bottom of it until the sediment covers me. That's how I want to go out. <laughs> So they find me in like 300 years when the planet gets glassed over. I want to be vitrified by the sun. Yeah, all my feathers are going to decay so that when they dig me up, they're going to be like, what is this featherless biped we've found? What did he actually look like? Find out next. So much like being a fossil, one could also be a statue, potentially for money. Have you guys ever seen someone pretend to be a statue for money? Ooh, I know people have dug up those old Roman statues and then sold them for money. All right, so we have a guide here today from WikiHow. Uh, Hank, would you mind reading the title of the guide? How to be a living statue. Human statues have a long history in the European street theater tradition. In many large cities worldwide, you can see human statues busking around for money and with great patience and physical control. If you would like to become a living statue, you'll need to decide on your theme and create a costume, then practice, practice, practice on a public street or square. Can we uh, go back to that verb? Uh, Busking? Busking makes me feel good. Busking, busking, busking. Busking, busking. Yeah, but that's basically like, 
I feel like what better way to earn a little bit of side hustle cash on the side than to completely paint yourself silver and I guess do nothing and wait for people to give you money. Alex, if you played an instrument, which I know you don't, um, would you ever <laughs> consider busking for money? Um, no. No, you wouldn't. It's the most lowly way to make money. Yeah, you're basically playing yourself. If you learn to play an instrument, you're only playing yourself. <laughs> Let me show you my famous statue dance. So, have you guys seen a living statue recently, like in the last five years? Not Yeah, IRL. I went to a museum, and like I was looking around, and there was this like statue of Diogenes, and all of a sudden they started twerking, and I was like, what the fuck? Then I realized I was at New York Square, and I wasn't actually in a museum. Where is New York Square? I've never <laughs> been there. Where is that? <laughs> it, it's it's right above Pennsylvania Brown. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I'll have to go visit there sometime. <laughs> take a picture with Elmo or, or whoever else hangs out there. The Lego man. All the statue people. So you guys haven't seen statue people ever? You've never oh, seen no, a guy I, painted I know what shiny. you're talking about. We, we know what they are, but I, I well, I just watched a Moon Knight the other night. Um, mm -hmm. There was a, a statue of a guy painted gold. I don't know about silver, but this guy was painted gold. I've seen them of all colors and varieties. It's a big thing in Europe. Is there a difference with the European guys versus like the American guys? Um, yeah, there's a big difference in commitment for sure. Yeah, um, no, the Europeans just have more of a work drive. I feel. Yeah, they're doing it for the art. Americans are doing it for the money. Yeah, for the clout. Yeah, <laughs> for the clout. They're I doing it like... to get laid. I feel like in America they don't really do the like living statue. They more do the robot man. Yeah, oh, yeah. robot man or, is very popular. Or, yeah, I mean like you can go to New York Square and like like you said, uh you'll see Elmo and Batman and John Wick there. It's just like an awful fan fiction. Ah, Monsieur Roboto. Like a hundred naked cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Hundred and one Dalmatians are there too. There's a guy Tim Tebowing in the corner. You know, what's all the, your favorite um, memes are there. What's the uh, uh, when like the whole crowd starts dancing? Uh, flash mob. They start flash mobbing. A flash mob of New York City Elmos. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> the, the Great Elmo Riot. I'll read the first step for us. It's method one. Step one: develop a character. The character can be based on a real person or well-known literary or mythological character, or created along common character tropes. Common character ideas include robots, astronauts, literal statues, e.g. <laughs> the thinker, and mimes. Wait, like a mime statue? See, no, see, <laughs> all statues are mimes, but not all mimes are statues. True. That's sort of true. Yeah, I agree. Because all statues are, like, of something doing something. Well, yeah. And that's what uh, like mimes I, do. Yeah, miming is all about, like, yeah. Think about all the famous yeah. doing <laughs> statues. We have the Statue of Liberty. She's libertizing America. And we have... Uh, we have Mount, Mount Rushmore. We have Lincoln sitting in his big chair. We Drew have the sitting, Statue sitting. of Lindbergh in Retroville. What is Lindbergh he doing? Elementary. Yeah. Damn, that's a deep. It's the cut. first statue I thought of. <laughs> you thought of the statue outside of Jimmy Neutron's school. 
important to my culture. He's got it on the brain. <laughs> brain blast! I make a brain blast, guys. <laughs> yeah, so that's great. <laughs> For ideas or inspiration, look through pictures of living statues online or go to an area of a nearby city in which living statues frequently perform. I've never been to Statue City. And I don't think I ever will. <laughs> Nothing really goes it's, on there. Really. Yeah, it's just... very boring. People just kind of stand around all day. What about Easter Island? That's kind of like Statue City. Statue oh, Island. If, you, if you were busking as a giant head, you would make so much money. Oh, my God. People <laughs> would just shove dollar bills up your nose because it's so big. Heck, I think you're onto something. The Moai head would be an insane living statue display to do. You shove your arms out the nose and, like, accept the bills. Yeah, that's the the nose is the tip basket. Yeah, it just, you know, it's like... Oh, you start sniffing, and it's like a vacuum cleaner. It sucks up everyone's money in a 30-foot radius. If you if you could be a statue, what would you be? Haven't, I think we decided on the Moai head. I think that's what I would be. <laughs> no, nah, I think I would be a snail. Well, like, like, like Gary the snail? No, no, just like I would just be like I would have a really hard back and I'd be some sort of like massive jello and don't throw salt on me or else shrivel. What about one of those two person horse costumes, except it's painted silver and the horse doesn't move for hours? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, actually, that that would I feel like you develop scoliosis from that, but that would be a very like that would show you a true dedication to the craft for the personal sacrifice you would have to make to, like, stand bent over for, like, four hours. Oh, wait, yeah. hold on. Hold on. Life hack. You could put a folding table inside of the the horse costume. And you, oh, could, just, and then, you could just lie on the table. And then the afterwards, <laughs> you could take out the table and, like, suplex one of your customers through the table. and get Yeah, the definitely. Pin. All right, Hank, do you want to take us through method one, step two? Sure. So step two, make a costume. Start by visiting costume stores or novelty shops to find the necessary wigs and clothing for your costume. So, like, I'm coming in with a powdered wig. Like, I'm going full 1800s on this costume. The older, the better. If you'd like to custom make your own costume, visit a fabric store and purchase a fabric of an appropriate color or style. Then sew it together with some sort of sewing machine to your own costume. If you have the option... Choose a cotton fabric because it's better and holds color well, even if you're performing in the rain. Yeah, because most people, they just get the face paint themselves silver. See, super low budget, but super low quality. Starts raining, bam, your makeup's runny. Everybody can clearly tell you're not a statue. Imagine being a fake statue in the rain or snow. You're just... (laughs) You're just like in in some like town square and there's nobody around you and you're just being a fake statue in the snow. It's for the See, love of the busk, dude. That's why I wear a fully cotton suit where I have every inch of my skin replaced with some sort of silver cotton. It's okay. like a face mask, like Ow. a balaclava. That would that would be very painful. But it would keep you so warm, even over your eyeballs. <laughs> I have cotton eye hairs. Or eyelashes. I think um, I would just be made of stone. I'd be a weeping angel. Oh, just tape a bunch of rocks to yourself? Yeah. So that way I could, like, move around. My head just started spinning with the idea of, like, a guy in a generic 
fursuit, like a generic like fox fursuit. Uh, just completely painted silver uh, out there in the rain. No, no, no. Why did you why did your brain just go into furry mode? Fur cuz they make their own costumes, suit. man. Is that yeah. is that what you want to be? You want to be a furry for your for your statue? No. <laughs> Maybe. No. Is that what you want to be? Cuz whoever said it did it. Dude, wait, so does that mean all, like, living statues are, like, stonies? Oh, oh shit. Stonies. Oh, it's like they get off to being really hard. <laughs> what do they do if they want to fuck? They have life. to, like, very slowly inch toward each other, like, across the, uh... No, it's like banging two rocks together, like, a little bit of powder comes out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Once the cracks start to form, you gotta stop. Oh, yeah, you don't want your costume oh, to crack. Yeah, that's like the STDs <laughs> of the, the statue world. Is you get cracks, and it's like, oh, oh shit. shit, dude, you got cracks, damn. The cracks are spreading. Yeah, stonies are really cool. They're kind of like the coolest subcategory of degenerate. Yeah, so. everybody loves stonies. But if you're soft, if you're soft on your head, like, furries, like, oh, no, oh, fuck, softies, oh, shit. Softies stay out. No softies allowed. Stonies <laughs> this- only. That's the name of the uh, the award uh, ceremony for for busking is the the stonies. <laughs> oh yeah, the award stonies. <laughs> you run up and like slap some guy, but he's like, "I'm a statue. I'm not gonna react." <laughs> no, they they call your name to come up the stage, and you, you can't go up to the stage because you're a statue. <laughs> no, it's, it's, the people like tie ropes around you and they waddle you over like the, the Easter stones. It's like they're tearing down a statue. They like tie all those ropes to you and they just heave you up. They have a line of people. <laughs> heave ho! When they have to take you off stage, it's like the Saddam Hussein statue. They just pull you until you fold up the legs. <laughs> yeah, once you win the award, you don't need to be a statue anymore. So you can just like break. Yeah, they chop off your legs. Oh, God. Alex, do you want to walk us through method one, step three? Method one, step three. Accessorize your character. To flesh out your appearances as a human statue, you can accessorize with objects to wear and hold. Look for objects that match your overall theme. If you're a robot, hold an imitation computer. (laughs) Why not a real computer? A robot wouldn't have a computer. A robot is a computer. <laughs> what the <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck? <laughs> if you're a statue, hold a book to read. If you're a pirate, hold the plastic sword and hook. <laughs> okay. If you're a Moai head, hold a rock. <laughs> if you're a Moai head, just put yourself underground. Put the ma- vast majority <laughs> of your mass underground so just your head is out of the ground. <laughs> Sometimes just going shopping will be enough to inspire the costume, character, and actions you choose to perform. Yard sales, thrift shops, and antique shops are best. You're bound to find something odd that will spark your inspiration. See, I like to walk into old like flea markets and things, and I just pick up an object, and I, since I'm a statue, I can stay still for very long times. I wait till moss forms on the object that way the shopkeeper doesn't know what it is anymore and i can just steal it it's mine now wouldn't it form on you as well if it if you waited that long oh yeah no i'd be completely covered in moss by that point like they would they would just be like what is what is that like what is it why is there so much moss in here they wouldn't even notice when i leave i support the idea of a very slow shoplift where you very just slowly close your hand around the item and then very slowly walk away 
<laughs> like so slowly that it's imperceptible that you've come and gone. Like the motion detectors don't don't even pick you up. Like the lights don't turn on. Yeah, like according to the shopkeeper, you were there all day long. It's also, so funny. There at all. It's so funny how in a lot of chain stores like Target, like they're not allowed to like really intervene in any way or get in the way. So you can kind of just like walk out and like I've seen videos of people just like holding like hands and just bags of clothes and they'll be like, oh no, no, you have to come back here. You have to come back. And they just like keep going and then they leave and they're just like, oh man, oh no. Our shucks, they've rused like, us again. Like they can again. call the cops, but like there's nothing else they can really do. They're, the only thing they can do is ask to like check the receipt. Yeah, they can. Yeah. Yeah, that's me walking out with, like, $1,700 worth of underwear. Like, their entire underwear department. Briefs or boxers? All of them. I'm not saying I'm not looking behind. No Men's, discrimination. women's, children's underwear. It's all Hanks. <laughs> Senior citizen underwear? Yeah, those adult diapers. Still technically underwear. True, true. Think about when Zoomers are senior citizens. They're still going to sell the Mario underwear. Roblox underwear. I, dude, Mario's already been around for like 60 years. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if you have like old men with like the, was like, oh, you got the, the underwear, the Mario fit. Oh, that's so fly. <laughs> so fresh. They get an emulator running at the nursing home and it's playing Brawl. And everyone's like, this is too slow. Melee's so much better. Melee's faster. <laughs> Honestly, if fast you... enough, I can't even wave dash. No, see the, the senior citizens. They have to stick with brawl. Like if you if you try to get a senior citizen to play melee, it's not gonna happen. You gotta give them brawl. You gotta turn items on. Everybody's meta night. That's a fun time. They're gonna I, have such a fun you, time. It's you like shut the night. fuck up and you stop insulting old people. <laughs> Honestly, if I get put into a, a, a if my kids put me into a home that doesn't have an active melee community. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm running away. The old melee men with their like <laughs> clinical arthritis. That'll be our our group name, the old melee men. Oh, the OMM. Oh, the opposite of M mom. Do any yeah. of you guys play Elden Ring? No. No. What's uh, what's that? Is that is that we call a butthole when you're old? Who's, who's still listening to Elden Ring in 2074? Shut up, Grandpa. Everyone's playing bingo now. Everybody's playing dark bingo. Dark B9. 3D bingo. Ah, the Sif space is free. Sif space. <laughs> All right, Fred, do you want to take us through method one, step four? Oh, God. <laughs> that guy's pissed. <clears throat> Apply makeup to flesh out your character. Many living statues cover themselves completely in makeup to give them the appearance of being a statue, robot, or other non-human character. Completely? Like, including the butthole? <laughs> Past the butthole. Like, including. completely means the whole body, right? It doesn't just mean all <laughs> visible areas, correct? Like, inside the mouth, like, you know, yeah. armpits. Tongue? You have to have a, you have to have a metallic-looking tongue. <laughs> if you can't taste paint, you're doing it wrong. Depending on your natural skin tone, white makeup works best. Ooh. 
Oh, uh, I'm so glad my natural ugh. skin tone is gray. That might be a little problematic, yeah. <laughs> Copper and silver are other popular face paint colors. You should be able to find costume makeup at a costume or a hobby store or through most online retailers. If using a white or non-metallic color, use water-based cake makeup as opposed to oil-based. If you use oil, dust it with a finishing powder so it doesn't smudge. Can you imagine going out for your first day as a human statue? <laughs> yeah, it's just the sheer terror you would have. <laughs> <laughs> like, you grab your briefcase and your, your hat and your tie, and you kiss your wife on the forehead, and you're like, well, it's my first day, I gotta make a good impression on the boss. And you just go outside. <laughs> and like You are painted boss. silver, by the way. <laughs> oh, you're just like standing in the driveway really still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never seen like a statue like on his way to, to the like exhibit spot of being a statue. Yeah, yeah, but they must not. They, they're, they're not painting themselves on the spot. So they must like right. get there. They have to get there somehow. And it's like, are you a statue on the way? Wait, are you guys telling me you've never gone into a public restroom and seen somebody painting themselves gray? Like, like, I like to think that they, like, only move when people aren't around. Like, they'll be, like, washing their hands in the bathroom and you'll just be there and they just leave the faucet running and they're staring. Like the Weeping Angels, man. That's what I'm saying. If you want to be a proper, proper statue, you have to be a Weeping Angel style. They're at the urinal taking a piss, and then you open the door, and the piss stream stops, and they just stand in front of the urinal. And then as you turn your back, you hear the piss stream start up again, and then you turn <laughs> <back> and it stops. <laughs> or what's that? I think it's – um, what's the movie where it's, like, the guy's pissing, and uh, he, he's, like, behind a statue, and he's pretending that he's the statue pissing water into the fountain. So he has to, like, drink a bottle of water to make himself keep pissing. I have no idea what you're talking it, about. It might be. It's like a spy movie. It's like Get Smart or something. It ha- That has to be a Steve Carell thing. That's yeah, not that yeah. funny. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! It's um, it's uh, what's the uh the British spy? Austin Powers. Yes, it's Austin Powers. <laughs> you're thinking of the scene where he's like wakes up from his cryo sleep and he pisses for like three minutes. Well, that is also a scene. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, he's he's like standing behind a, a water fountain statue of like a cherub pissing into a, a fountain, and he accidentally unplugs it, so he has to stand behind it and pretend to piss into the fountain, so uh, that yeah. the guard doesn't notice. No, that's a that's a it's a good gag. <laughs> the guard's like, hmm, that that man, that that statue hasn't been pissing long enough. <laughs> Maybe there's someone there. <laughs> What happened to the pissing statue? We have to we have to keep it pissing. I'm sensing a low amount of piss in this situation. Colonel, the piss levels are too low here. <laughs> guess it was the wind. <laughs> I guess it was just the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Fred, you want to finish up the last bullet point? I guess. In order to draw attention to your eyes, you may want to line them in brown or black with a regular eyeliner. <clears throat> as well as adding extra makeup like lipstick or blush on top of your solid base may be necessary, but keep it minimal unless the makeup is an essential part of the costume. Oh, this is totally the next makeup trend. All the girls are going to be making themselves look like statues with gravel from now <laughs> yes. on. 
Yes. Yeah, when, when, people, when people are on the subway, are like, oh, look at that girl. She's got so much cake. They'll be talking about her makeup. At what thickness does black eyeliner turn into black face? Ooh. Well, if, Ooh. You're, if your eyes are as big <laughs> as your face, you've kind of run into a problem here. If your eyes are bigger than your hand, you have eye disease. <laughs> Justin Trudeau was actually being a human statue. He just wore too much eyeliner that day. It was really a common fashion mistake. Yeah, it's Justin like, Trudeau, oh, like, biggest eyes I've ever seen. He started off with a tight circle and just got wider and wider and wider until he, you know, accidentally covered his whole head. Our queen actually thought he was about to get yassified. <laughs> and you accuse him of blackface. Which he did. <laughs> he did do that. If it he did clear, do that. We are not arguing that. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got part two, standing oh, part two. as a living statue. And part two, step one, find a pose that is easy to maintain. Since you'll largely be standing still, you need to find an easy pose, at least at first. Exert only a small amount of energy by relying on your bones to hold you up. <laughs> I normally rely on my bones to hold myself up. I don't know about yeah. you guys. I always choose the downward dog pose whenever I'm trying to be a statue. Because then you can put a bone in your mouth and use that bone to help hold you up. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then people can put tips into my open mouth. Yeah, and just the tip. <laughs> if you do a reverse dog, you could put the... Never mind. <laughs> a reverse downward dog? <laughs> the upward dog? <laughs> The upward cat and the downward dog. It's a real cat-dog situation. It's just when you stick your, your, your butt real high up in the sky. Keep your arms low and close to your body. Feet shoulder-width apart, and avoid contorting your torso. Uh, but what if I like to contort my torso? What if you're being a contortionist statue? What then? For my next trick, I'll suck my own dick. I, yeah, contortionists are kind of like magicians with that stuff. I don't know. That's a lot of like lactic acid buildup in those muscles. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, that's true. I just burn through my muscles. You've really oh, been getting your money's worth at Planet Fitness. <laughs> what is it with you and Planet Fitness? You've mentioned it three times now. I don't. I don't have a Planet Fitness membership. I go to World of. of Dude, uh, I've got a Planet Fitness membership. <laughs> And I haven't gone in four months. I keep every month I see ten dollars. I'm like, no, I should have gone to the gym and run ten dollars worth of money. I actually go to Doctor Fitness. <laughs> Fred, I could have sworn that you had a feud with Planet Fitness for not canceling your membership or some horse shit. Oh no, I did, but I got him to cancel it. You better. That's why you, I'm making fun of you. I'm not making you fun better of you believe for no I reason. I got him to cancel it. I fucking canceled that shit. <laughs> See, I do the patrician, pay for the okay. membership, but don't use it. <laughs> yeah, base tank supporting the economy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't force yourself to balance in an uncomfortable position. If you're just starting out, you could even incorporate a chair or the wall of a building into your positions to help support your body weight. As you become more and more used to working as a living statue, you'll develop patience, and you'll <laughs> learn to ignore small distractions from your body including minor itches and a building sneeze. 
That sounds really interesting. Like, imagine, like, building that level of discipline. Like, that seems very rewarding. I, I like the deconstructing sneeze, where every time I feel like I have to do it, I curl up into a little ball. It sounds like edging your whole body. <laughs> you tense every single muscle in your body until you're... Yeah. You know, that's my statue. I'm, I am a statue of somebody about to sneeze. That's a good you, pose. You, you had me going into something else for a second. <laughs> that you're going to be a statue of someone who's about to, uh, you know. <laughs> about to I'm pop. about to have a doctor's appointment. <laughs> about to soy face. All right, Hank, you want to take us through method two, step two? Change your pose often. Although a practice living statue can hold a single pose for over two hours, a beginner will find it difficult to hold a pose for more than 15 minutes. You can make gradual movements to switch poses, like lowering or raising your arms, bending your waist, straightening your back, or try innovating new positions on your own that have never been thought of before. Is there a Kama Sutra for these people? Oh, uh, no, but there's a, there, there's a book of the forbidden positions that statues are not allowed to have. <laughs> Did you know what some of them are? It's like the homeowners association, but for statues where they're oh. like, you're not allowed to like have your butt angled at more than like 45 degrees with your hand held off to the right. Uh, you're not allowed to grow corn on your back or moss on your forehead. Yeah, auto cunnilingus not allowed. <laughs> I thought there was like some forbidden <laughs> statue poses. You're not allowed to have a bottle of champagne, like pour champagne like over your head onto your ass. Oh, you're not allowed to have your hat actually be a small refrigerator that holds exactly one beer. This is so stupid. <laughs> I would love a hat that had sp space for one beer. That'd be the best hat. Well, that's kind of what like a, a drink hat is. Yeah, but the beer's getting warm in a drink hat. I want like a little refrigerator that I can mount to my head. What if you put ice in it in the drink hat? There you in go. In the beer? Nice ice oh beer. my god, you put ice in your beer in your ears? <laughs> like the double doozy? <laughs> <laughs> you pour beer that's in your ears. That's how a drink hat works. It goes into your ears. Yeah, the tubes the tube just go directly into your ear canal. Okay, I mean, to be honest, though, there is a very small hole in your ears that does go all the way mm, in your mouth. Delicious. It could work. Deaf. We're going to get alcohol in my oh, eardrums. So that's why I get earwax in my mouth sometimes. Okay. Yeah, you ever go swimming in the ocean and you suck in through your ears really hard and you get a little bit <laughs> salty feeling? <laughs> I think you have, like, a different anatomy from us. You can taste through your ears and suck things in. Air through your ears just hits different. Yeah, get that good ear air. No, okay, but I'm definitely like, ear. I'm not the only one. Like sometimes you yawn and you open all of the human airways and you breathe a little bit through your ears. That's just a pressure difference thing. Ooh, I just no, did that. Am I the only one yep. that has been able to breathe through my ears in the past? I think you think you're th breathing through your ears. <laughs> you no, definitely I'm definitely breathing are. through my ears. Next time we get together, uh, Hank, we're going to hold your nose and mouth closed, and we're going to wait for you to breathe through your ears. <laughs> we're gonna... well, I'd have to yawn. You'd have to make me really sleepy, like, as I'm right about to I... go to bed. Then you hold my nose I, and I my think mouth. if you did that, he would evolve into breathing through his ears, like, really quickly, out of necessity. Ooh. What hey, Hank's hey, saying hey. is we have to put him to bed first. We have to make him, like, warm milk and cookies <laughs> we and then in. put him to bed and then try to kill him. <laughs> Hank, can you breathe out out through your ears too or just in? 
Uh, no, you can breathe both ways. It's okay. Like, okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to put a candle up to your ear and see if you can blow it out. <laughs> oh, dude, just wait till you see the steam come out of my ears. <laughs> I have seen that before. I've seen steam come yeah, out of your ears. Yeah, dude, we're going to stick a kazoo in your ear. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have to play uh, Beethoven's fourth. <laughs> hey, I'll, we're going to set the bar real low. You just have to play Beethoven's one. <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest. Yeah. yeah. Conversely, convulse suddenly and dramatically and make your movements make the audience be taken by surprise. Wow, then. By interspersing dramatic arm and torso movements into your living statue routine, you can give yourself opportunities to move and further engage the audience. I'll just be like, oh, look at my sudden mouth movements and punch somebody in the ear. I'm still laughing that you said convulsing. <laughs> it's made it, it made it sound like they're just like having spasms all over the place. Oh, look at somebody. that statue. It's just... It's just twitching everywhere. Yeah, because every time I see a statue, the first thing I think of is, why isn't that statue convulsing? <laughs> How do you impress one of those like hard-to-reach viewers who expects you to not move all day, and they just plant themselves right in front of you all day long? Like, how do you deal oh, with someone like that? The competitive statue-goer, where they challenge you to a duel of statuopoly. <laughs> Well, no, they just believe you can't do it. They just stand in front of you all day, and if you move even a little bit, they start freaking out. Well, see, it's because they're asserting <laughs> dominance. They're like, I can be a better statue. I literally will stand here perfectly still all day watching you until you make the slightest movement. Because it's like it's like the phantom chef. You know how there's those chefs that go into restaurants and they give them the five stars or whatever? That's what those customers are like. Yeah, phantom if gourmet. you can beat them. Yeah, if the chef goes them. into a restaurant and then he gets stars. Yeah, the phantom, Physi- the phantom physical statue. Stars, yeah, yeah the that- phantom because star. <laughs> they stand in front. They watch you all day. The phantom statue. They'll take your stars away. Imagine trying to deny that. Like, uh, like, oh, he moved. Every guy, guys, look, look, he moved. Like, you can't disprove him. You can't deny that you didn't, that you weren't moving. <laughs> you you take the feather and you start going like, dingle, dingle, dingle under his nose. <laughs> Method two, step three, breathe deeply and without movement. Control your breathing when you're trying to hold the pose for a long period of time. Breathe deeply and slowly into your abdomen, then your chest. As your breath slows, it will create the illusion of total immobility which will impress audience members. For some living statues, the experience of standing perfectly still and breathing slowly can begin to feel like meditation. Time can pass quickly in this state, so don't forget to look at your watch from time to time. This sounds like hmm. self-care. You see a statue, check his watch, and be like, hey, that's not very statue-like. Being a statue is self-care. Self-care is checking your watch from time to time. Do you guys meditate? Yes. I did. I did for 10 minutes in the mornings, but then I, I stopped meditating because I, I was an impatient mind and I couldn't hold myself to that accountability. Fred, I, you seem naturally zen. I meditate in my sleep. Like while I'm yeah, sleeping. I meditate when I pace around my room. No, you. Uh, that's, that's not self-care, though. That's more like self. I don't care. Ha ha. 
No, I care. I like pacing. It's fun. It's like a statue, but you're walking around. How do you like to breathe? <laughs> um, I don't have like a particular method. It's just kind of like comes naturally. Do you normally go in and out, or do you go out, 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 in? Are you a chest or a gut breather? Um, all of these questions will be revealed when I release my medical files. Well, <laughs> when you when you sing, you have to be a gut breather. If you did true. sing, which you would never do, I would never do that because he never he doesn't play any instruments. He would never um, do that. The only instruments <laughs> I play are instruments of torture. All right, Fred, you want to take us through method two, step four? All right, step four. Here we go. Here we go. Choose an action to perform. You're not performing any action. But yeah, you're a statue. What do statues but, do? But uh, I'm so conflicted. When a human statue comes to life, it's common for the performer to perform an action or give something away. What? You need to give something to somebody? Maybe like if someone says the magic words in your general vicinity, then you <laughs> t come to life and you harass them. Oh, oh, like you scrape a little bit of the moss growing on you off and give it to them? I don't know. I paid I paid good money at TJ Maxx for that moss, though. I don't know. No, it's homegrown. It's it's very natural moss. Are you allowed to sleep when you're a human statue? Uh, if you're like a horse and you can sleep standing up, then you're allowed to do it. Only if you're in the horse costume. Yeah, with a horse mask. The horse statue. Oh, it's like you have the little you have like a separate other guy who stands on top of you. How many people can we fit into one statue? If it's like a Trojan horse, you could probably fit like at least 50 or 60. Trojan horse statue made out of people. Oh, it's made out of flesh. <laughs> what you give away doesn't have to be tangible. Oh, okay. So it can be like a feeling or like, <laughs> oh, it can be something as simple as a glance or a gesture. I, I mean, when I glance at somebody, I'm not really like giving them something. Am I? Well, I, okay, hold on. No, I'm giving them attention. I'm giving them attention when I glance at somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm too generous with my glances. I need to stop. However, your action or gesture needs to be meaningful. It should be a moment in which you connect with the human being in front of you and look them in the eye. I'm a statue, just like you. We're alike. <laughs> I thought you weren't supposed to look them in the eye. Because then, like, when they look away, like, you're going to want to... Like, or when they walk away, you're going to want to, like, follow them with your eyes. Oh, you follow them, like, literally. No, at this point, you just, like, wake up you. and start doing shit. Like, eventually, human statue people, like, do a thing. Oh, that's true. I was just thinking, I have seen videos of the human statues fucking with people, where a guy will turn his back, and the statue will grab a hat off the guy's head and put it on his head, and then the guy will turn around, <laughs> and the statue will be perfectly still again. <laughs> just keep fucking with him. That's funny. I I just steal people's wallets if that was me. If I was a statue, it'd be a fun grift. If you got away with it, you have a free wallet. <laughs> they'll they'll come back for him eventually, right? You're you're like a lost and found. Yeah, I'm a magnet. Like anytime somebody loses their wallet, it'll it'll find its way to me, and the they'll, they'll always know where to find it. Because he's magnetic. To leather. leather, to flesh. <laughs> <laughs> the flesh magnet. <laughs> If you have talent, use it. For example, you can draw in viewers and surprise audience members by blowing bubbles, creating origami, performing coin tricks, or playing an instrument. No, scratch that last one off there. Yeah, that would be stupid. 
Oh my god, if I was if I was a stone statue and I could just like profoundly create origamis without like doing any perceptible move movements to the human eye, that'd be so cool. I'll be like, here, here's a swan. I made it when nobody was looking, even though everybody's <laughs> always looking. I made it when you were looking, even though you couldn't see it. You want to be so good at doing your talents while in statue form that you get picked up by the FBI to do international reconnaissance. Oh my god, they drop your statue like straight into Moscow or something. They're like, what's 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 Putin doing? And then you have like a, a separate like Russian statue that follows you that translates things for you. Parachuting down perfectly still and just touching the ground and not moving at all. <laughs> the helicopter flies away. That'd be good cover because it would be a, a nice uh, like place for for your comrades to drop you communications. They could put it in your tip hat. Mm-hmm. Just like drop it and then you could look at it later. If someone leaves money, you can surprise them by performing an action. Blow a kiss, tip your hat, or take a dramatic bow. Oh, how dramatic are we talking? Are we talking like you do a flip and you go into like the full like knees on the ground bow? Uh, no, no, no. More like uh, just like suck your own dick kind of bow. Oh, like the the, the ninety degree angle bow, yeah, yeah, where yeah, your yeah. your your hands are like right on the ground. <laughs> wow. Sounds like there's a lot of self sex going on in this episode. For At some least reason. with you guys. Yeah, no, Alex, no, I... Alex would never have sex with himself. He's too much of a prude. <laughs> right. Too much self hatred. He said it once. He said self self autoflatio. No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> girl boss, gaslight, gas queen. <laughs> yeah, you're the gas queen, girl light. <laughs> Stop girl lighting me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, are we on to step three? Yeah, no, oh we're on to method god. three, dude. Sorry, don't, method don't three. you know how WikiHow works? No, I don't. I don't know. Don't sue me. WikiHow does it work? <laughs> Nobody knows. Method three, step one. Select a good location to perform as a statue. If you'd like to be seen by as many passers-by as possible, and consequently receive as many tips as possible, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you'll need to set up a location with a high level of pedestrian traffic. Street performers commonly set up along walking malls, large sidewalks, and street corners, or in large public parks or gardens. That's a long list of ors and (laughs) commas and shit. That sucks. I hate reading. Make sure to avoid areas where no busking signs are prominently posted. I don't sure want busk. no busk. Busk is man can't get no busk from me. <laughs> You'll also need to confirm that you can legally perform and solicit money in the area you select. Generally, busking is legal on public property. Most large cities will have public areas for busking with guidelines posted online. Consult these or speak with other buskers to determine where you can and cannot perform. So public toilets, that's a great place to perform. Lots of traffic, lots of people. Yep, you can keep stopping your pee stream in the urinal. That'll get a lot of people's attention. Glory hole busk. Yeah, you could occupy a stall all day. And because you painted your whole body, you could actually use the glory hole as a statue. Yeah, if you knock twice and put a quarter through the hole, something comes out. Yeah, I always always, uh, drill a little hole in my quarter with a string so I can pull it back out. Oh, no, you've robbed the dick machine. (laughs) Method three, step two. Set out a hat 
or a bucket for money. Living statues often work as buskers and rely on their performance as part of their income. Passing pedestrians who appreciate your costume and talent will often linger and join the other individuals to watch you in a full statue costume. If you have a hat, a bucket, or a jar set out, appreciative audience members might drop in some money. See, like, that is why the hat is the ultimate fashion object. You can use it for anything. You can cook soup in it. You can accept gracious tips from other people in it. You can can wear it on your head. It's this thing called a hat. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's really cool, though. It just balances right on your head. It sounds stupid. Why would anyone wear that? And for that reason, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're planning to perform as a living statue, as a hobby, and you don't really want to make any income from the work, (laughs) haha, dumb, stupid, free money, statue ain't doing nothing for free, Uh, don't put out a collections bucket if if you're not very smart and maybe you don't want to do taxes or something crazy see i'm always i would always have my you you would not catch me for a single moment statuing out about the town without my hat my trusty hat what if someone tries to steal your hat see that's why i have my hat always be full of gravel and razor blades so if they try to put it on they don't have their thick statue skin makeup on and it would harm them Whereas when I put my hat on, my makeup protection protects me from all the nasty objects I hide in there. Nasty objects. Gross. Myth three, step three. Do not scare or jump towards children in the audience. Resist the urge to jump out at toddlers and young children to startle them. The idea of a large gray statue that's coming to life and frightening a child could potentially give them nightmares. <laughs> if you treat your audience members, especially children, with hostility, your audience will soon stop giving you money. Yeah, Some... it, would suck. it would suck if you alienated one of your regulars and they wouldn't give you money anymore. <laughs> like, it's like, where are you going at this time of night? It's like, I'm going to see the statue. <laughs> I see the statue every night. <laughs> Yeah, this is my thing. This he is my never moves. Thing. He never <laughs> moves. Like how long? How long would a, a general statue goer watch a statue for? Or how long should you watch? You know, like nothing. Yeah, really time is forty-five seconds. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched a human statue for more than forty-five seconds. So <laughs> they could really be average. doing whatever in between those times. <laughs> Some people dislike being near living statues and find them creepy due to their realism. If anyone complains, simply (laughs) inform them that you are doing this as a performance art, not to try to disturb people. I only like to stand near dead statues. All those living statues are weird and gross. Morbius the living statue. What you gotta do, you gotta hide yourself as a statue in between a bunch of other real statues. They'll yep. never find you. Fred, I have a step for you. Oh, boy. <clears throat> step four. Protect your personal space from hecklers. Unfortunately, some individuals find it funny to harass, heckle, or otherwise bother and assault living statues. There are various ways that living statues can discourage hecklers and protect themselves from hasslers. You can try various techniques and find one that works for you and your costume. 
For example, when dealing with unruly teenagers or adults, jumping out and scaring them away can be a defense that allows you to stay in character. Whenever somebody tries to give me money, I'm like, ah! (laughs) (laughs) So they drop their entire wallet and run away. That's right. You just hold hold your hand out in the wallet just (laughs) magnetizes your hand. (laughs) Because you have secret flesh power. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, it it depends on how many, uh, like, how much change you keep in your wallet, too. You could just go with a regular magnet. He's like, oh, no, this guy only has credit cards. Fuck. (laughs) And I think we're at the last step here. Oh, my God. Part three, step five. Speak to hecklers if they continue to hassle you. If you have tried to discourage hecklers while staying in character, you may need to break character and speak to persistent hecklers. Although performers try to stay in character for as long as possible, it's worth breaking character to protect your personal space and keep from potentially being assaulted. This is why I always carry my statue gun that fires very slow bullets. (laughs) It It turns people into statues. Yeah, petrifying bullets, Fred said. (laughs) Sorry, I beat you to it. If someone continues to try to touch your try to touch your or hassle you <laughs> try to touch your what? Dude, touch your statue, man. Nobody touches a statue. Try saying something like, This isn't funny and you're making me uncomfortable. Please stop hassling me. Yeah, so that's it. That's oh that. God. Uh we got some community Q and A. Uh Hank, would you mind reading one of the Q and A questions? How can I find out what permits I might need? You always need to ask permission from your town's website or city hall's permit department to make sure you're allowed to be a costume in public. (laughs) It might cost money. They'll provide you with any information or where to obtain the statue being permit permitter. I like, what if you like walk in there like, and you already spent all day walking there. Like, you're a statue. You're walking very slowly. And then you finally get to the counter, and it's another living statue. And you're like, please <laughs> give me permit. And he takes, like, five hours to, like, pull the piece of paper out and, like, hand it over to you. <laughs> Every time he does something in the process of doing that, he tries to scare you. <laughs> He's like, ah! <laughs> he jumps out at you and hands you a pen to sign. <laughs> And he expects you to tip him afterwards, too. Yeah, he turns the little iPad around with the, the tip percent on. <laughs> oh, yeah, taking taking the uh, square card reader as a busker, just putting that on the ground, letting people tip you and pay you. Just tap it. It's like, oh, I only take Apple Pay, sorry. <laughs> like, oh, I don't, I don't know if cash on me, sorry. Oh, it's, it's okay, I take Apple Pay. Do you have Venmo? Can you Venmo me? <laughs> cash app, Venmo, you know, Zelle. How do I get my school friends to stop making me laugh while I'm being a living statue? (laughs) Drop out of school. (laughs) Read the article on how to keep a straight face or bite your tongue. Or tell them to stop. (laughs) Everyone knows when you tell your friends to stop doing something, they, they stop doing that thing. Yeah, read a guide about how to bite your tongue, idiot. (laughs) <laughs> what if I've already wait, bitten off wait, all of my tongue? Fred, can you read the uh, title of question two, the question part of it, in that voice? Oh, oh, that voice? Yeah. 
How do I get my first cool friends to stop making me laugh while I'm being his living statue? It's <laughs> pretty good. I wish you we speak knew. to the mad voice. They'll be like, ah, I'm so scared. They run away. <laughs> Fred, would you like to read the one tip and just the one tip? Just the singular tip. To increase the realism of your costume, cover your head. Hats and wings. Not wings. Hats and wigs work best. <laughs> Bats and wings. <laughs> Natural hair can spoil the look of a living statue and diminish the illusion you're trying to create. Often a head wrap, such as for a Greco-Roman statue, can look good. Mm. I'll have to try that next time I'm busking. Mm. Uh, there's some great other guides here about how to walk like a cat. I almost said how to walk like a cat dog model. <laughs> how to be a nude art model. That might be a future guide. That sounds pretty fun. You're like, uh, where do I put my penis? That'll be one of the jokes you hear on that guide. Yeah. Um, how to be a kid actor. How, how, to, how to hold fire. How to hold fire. <laughs> how to hold fire would be another great guide. So well, you, th- The first thing you need to do is find the two great bells of awakening. It's true. <laughs> How to ruin a talent show. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter. Our handles are in the episode description. Uh, Like, comment, share, retweet us. That'll help us out a lot. Leave a review. You can now leave reviews on Spotify, I'm told. Uh, Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts. So give us a hoot. Give us a shout. Don't pollute. Uh, (laughs) I guess we'll see you guys next week, if that's all right with you. Perfectly fine with me. The audience probably said yes to that, I think. I'm going to be I, living I as a human statue, and I won't move until next week, until my audience can hear this. Okay, everyone, bye. Bye-bye. Oh, uh, goodbye. Magnamorphous, magnamorphous, magnamorphous. Dot org. The whole shebang.